Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. So look, 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 you're not ready, you better get ready. And get your game face on. about to start hey fans okay so like i told you last week we we had so so much fun recording this one episode that we had to split it into two parts so last week if you listened to last week's episode that was part one where we talked about the nba and the playoffs and Kawhi leonard the mavericks lucas ascension if you haven't Listen to that episode, please. Um, when you get some, when you get a chance, go and uh, listen to that episode. And here we are with part two, where we talk about what the Packers should do with Aaron Rodgers. Now, look, we understand that since we released part one, there has been a LeBron James has not is not in the playoffs anymore. Steph Curry's not there. That's this is going to be the first time in a decade that LeBron James or Steph Curry is not in the finals. It's crazy, right? Or And, um, you know, we understand that Julio Jones is going to, unless something falls through, is going to be traded to the Tennessee Titans. So we understand there's a lot happening in the sports world, but we did release part two and then uh, this week. And then next week, we're going to talk about all the things that are happening Um yeah, with the NBA playoffs and the NFL, we may even throw some baseball in there. Um, so, yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you all so much for supporting. Hey, remember, stay fans, stay biased, and we hope that you really, really enjoy this week's episode. Okay. All right, fans, <laughs> we're going to play GM. Let's play GM. Yeah, so we're going to play GM, um, and we're going to play GM for, for two teams, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I've actually changed. We're not going to play GM for the Falcons because I think the Falcons are, are kind of in a bad spot. The Falcons are going to trade Julio. They just got to wait to the right time. Yeah, they're going to. I, so I just think they're in a bad spot hit. right now. I th- but I, here's what I think. We're going to play they're GM. In a good spot, bro. What are you talking about? Well, they, they are. Calvin Ridley and that tight uh, end from, from. Yeah, uh, but but Julio is disgruntled, which is puts you in a bad spot because it's Julio. Jones. And you're gonna get a haul for him. That's what you're you, gonna do. You better get a haul for him. Oh, you better oh, not be Bill you O'Brien. You better not call Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill O'Brien, what do you think we should do for our number one wide receiver? Oh, uh, <laughs> third right. round pick, fourth round pick. So, so this is what we're not gonna do. We're gonna play. Fourth, fourth, fourth. We're gonna play GM, and we're gonna play for the Packers and the 49ers. I bet. And this is why I want to play it for the 49ers. Are they because, in conversations with each other? No, but okay. you have you, you drafted Trey Lance number three, but you got Jimmy G, who's actually a good quarterback, mm-hmm. has a winning record as a starter, got you to a Super Bowl. He just deals yes. with injuries a lot. <laughs> so I want to play GM for those two squads. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to take the Packers first. Uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't happy. Yeah. He's not happy. Mm-hmm. How do you fix it? You trade him. Easy. You trade him? 
it's a no-brainer for me. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why people are like, oh, you should try and fix it. No, first of all, if I'm a GM, I'm walking in. To, if today is my first day as a GM, I'm walking in today, calling a player's meeting. And I'm saying, look, I'm looking every y'all in the eye. All of y'all are tradable. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. I Because I one of... One of the things that people or well, players hate the most is when you lie to them and say, oh, you're going to be the franchise, you know, and you, we're going to be so committed to you. And then you're not committed to them. So I'm going to tell them off Jump Street. Hey, if I feel like we need to trade you for the betterment of this team, I, I work for this team, not for you. So everyone is tradable. Fair. And then I would look at them and say, hey, look, also, I'm going to give you the same respect. If you want to be traded and you've made up your mind, we're going to try and keep you. But at the end of the day, if you want to go, I'll let you go. I'll say it. In my in my in this meeting, I would say, look, the only thing I ask of you is you don't go to the media first. You you come to me as a man and you say, hey, I want to be traded. I say, can we make you stay? Can we make you happy? We would love to keep you. It's like, nope, I need to go. And I was like, all right, don't say nothing so we can get the best deal for you. If you leak it, I'm trading you to Siberia or the New York Jets. <laughs> like the, don't play with wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Why are those comparable? Siberia and the New York Jets? Like, wait, are the New York Jets just a frozen tundra where life is is limited? Yep. Is limited? Yes, it is. <laughs> so I'm. I, that's what I'm like. I'm like, look. Here's the thing. Don't play with me. I'll, I'll trade you to the New York Jets, and your career will be over. <laughs> I'll trade you for peanuts, bro. Don't play. Don't play with me. So that's what. And that's what. So I'm, if I'm the GM of the Packers, I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, hey, can we make you stay? Uh, and if I'm in this situation, right, I don't find myself in this situation. I feel like if I'm the GM, right, because I'm I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, what you want, brother? You want a wide receiver? We got that. We got that for you. Get it. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers is, a, is one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. So I'm like, yeah, we got that. But anyway, if I'm in this position as a GM, I'm looking, he mad. He don't want to be there. And in my mind, I'm like, look, he mad and maybe he could come back. But what? Is he going to come back? For midseason, like we start losing with three and five, and he gonna start talking again, and he we're gonna have to revisit this conversation about us trading him again. You know, I'm like, look, here's the thing: I'm gonna trade him. I'm gonna trade him for whoever. I'm gonna. I I I I think you need to trade Aaron Rodgers uh, for whatever needs you have on the wide receiver. So you you got Devontae Smith. You got some young guys that Aaron Rodgers may really look really good. You only, you know how good they really are. Um, so if, if all else considered, I'm trading Aaron Rodgers for a butt ton of draft picks, butt ton of first rounders. Give me all the first rounders you, cause I got Jordan love and apparently they believe in Jordan, Jordan love. Now in my mind, if Jordan love is not ready, okay, now I'm trading him for another young quarterback. I'm trading Aaron Rodgers for, a Justin Herbert, right? I'm trading Aaron Rodgers for uh again, I'm getting a butt ton of of, of draft picks in this, but I'm saying you ain't getting Justin a... Herbert. <laughs> You're not if the charge you You're telling not. me the Chargers is not gonna trade Justin Herbert for Aaron Rodgers. No, because he's young. No, that's that what that's the only reason because he's no, young. You don't know you how much more gotta... good football you have out of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> At least five years. At least five years. With Justin bro, Herbert, I probably got 10 to 15. Bro, this is this is weird. I don't know why. This is the same conversation we just had about Russell Wilson and the first and the and the first pick. I I I don't get you you literally you you literally have 
Justin Herbert. The Chargers, it's a no-brainer for me because I input, I input, boom, right there, Aaron Rodgers. And I got a great defense. And I got some offensive weapons. It doesn't matter who because Aaron Rodgers make everybody look great. You telling me we're not in the Super Bowl conversation? We're telling me that I'm not playing for the NFC? They're in the AFC, sorry. AFC championship against Patrick Mahomes with our great defense and with Aaron Rodgers on the side. I'm, I'm, I'm competing for a Super Bowl the rest of his five years that he's in the league. Or, you know, like, you know, and he's only 36. I think 36, 37, right? Tom Brady's 42, 42. Okay, so, okay, but you can't say that because they play completely different. Yeah, they play completely different. But what I'm saying is, Aaron Rodgers has better arm strength than Tom Brady. You're what right. I'm saying is if Aaron Rodgers needs to stop running around later on, like, you know, in a couple of years when he just don't have the wheels anymore, he can still, it's not like he can't stand in the pocket and throw. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like his arm talent is next to none. So that, I, I think it's a no brainer. I think like, yeah, give me Justin. Like, and then Justin Herbert has shown greatness and you know you're not going to keep Aaron Rodgers anyway so you're like hey he's he's on the starting offense him and Jordan Love can compete Jordan Love's not ready we got Justin Herbert or hey I'm trading him to the Browns if I'm if I'm any team other than shoot other than the Kansas City Chiefs I'm calling them up I don't even care if you're Tom Brady look Tom Brady's 42 eventually he's gonna turn into dust somehow some way we think He's just gonna he's gonna turn it to his protein powder that he's we think. That his TB12 <laughs> creates. He's gonna we get sacked think. and go. That's the same thing I thought about Ray Allen when he was playing with the Heat. And what he do? Like, Nothing but hit a like, big shot in Game Six, like, chewing on that same piece of gum he has since his rookie year. I was like, eventually he's gonna turn it to dust. I don't know. Anyway, what I'm saying is this is this is too long. I didn't mean to go this long. I think I'm trading Aaron Rodgers no matter what because I can get a haul for him. And if you believe in jo- Jordan Love. Like you say you do, like you moved up in the round to go get him, then go get him. I but you can't keep revisiting this conversation every year for your you're football right. team. You unless and you're not and yeah. So if you're the Packers, not me as the GM, but whoever their GM is, he doesn't look like he's going to to change his ways. Doesn't look like he wants to change the way he runs the organization. The owner doesn't look like they want to change. So if you're not willing to change and you're going to be stubborn, then change like trade him because like it's, it's wearing out your it's wearing out your it other is. players. Jordan Love knowing what's going on. Five of your wide receivers didn't show up to OTAs. Like like things are happening. You got all of this just why? So you could like maybe bring him in for the start of the season. And then, you know, things are going well, and then he wants to trade again, and you have to live the whole season with Aaron Rodgers talking about he wants to trade. No, you don't want that. So trade him right now. Go um, ahead and make that move. That's what I'm doing if I'm the Green Bay Packers. I'm trading him right now. Who I would trade it to, I haven't really looked into it for sure uh, to see who could offer the most, but whoever whoever's the highest bidder. Whoever's the highest bidder. I'm, I'm trading him to whoever's the highest bidder. Um, and I'm saying goodbye, Aaron Rodgers. We love you. Thank you so much for your contribution. See you later. And, this and, is, and, I'm, and I'm saying that not because this is Aaron Rodgers' fault. This is not Aaron Rodgers' fault. I'm just saying the team doesn't look like they want to change their ways. Aaron Rodgers, is he's like, I'll retire if you don't trade me. So if that, why why let him walk away? Because you're stubborn. Don't, don't let him walk away for nothing. You want to get something for Aaron Rodgers because you're going to get a haul. You're going to get a haul for that 36-year quarterback. Don't be stubborn. That's fair. Uh, I actually disagree. If I'm the Packers GM, I'm calling Aaron Rodgers, and I'm saying, hey, man, how can we fix it? 
But then that's not what they, they should have already done that. So they're not going to do it. No, they, they should have. You're right. They should have. But the reason I'm doing that is because the Packers don't believe in Jordan Love. And, and this, is, this is my evidence. If they did believe in Jordan Love, then why would they be fighting so hard to keep Aaron Rodgers when he's not happy? If you believe that Jordan Love is the guy you traded up to draft and you believe that he could be successful in the league, why not? He's like, all right, we don't need the drama. We get your Aaron Rodgers, and you're great, and you're you're a top prop, you're a top five quarterback of all time, arguably the greatest of all time. But but, but you got to go because you're being a cancer right now. We believe in this young kid that we just drafted, traded up in the draft to get. We believe in. I don't think they believe in him. Even listening to Matt Lafleur, I listened to an interview the other day, and Matt Lafleur was talking. To, he was, I mean, he was heaping praise on Jordan Love. The ball's jumping out of his hands, and you know he's 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 understanding the offense better. Blah 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 blah. And then he finished with but we still have a long way to go with him. I don't like that. That doesn't feel good to me. Yeah. That mean, that that tells me Matt LaFleur is like, hey, no, we're, we're, we're still like three years away with this kid. I, I, don't think, I don't think we're there yet. And that's a problem. So oh. if, I'm, if I'm the Packers GM, I'm looking down there in Georgia, and I'm saying, hmm, Julio already said he's out of there. He said that live on Undisputed the other day. Shannon Sharp kind of set him up. It was kind of hilarious. Called him, called him live and was like, hey, man, you want to stay in Atlanta? Hulu was like, no, nah, I'm out of there. If, if I'm the Packers, there's music to my ears. Bet. Bring what you want for Julio. Yeah. Oh, 100%. If, if you could, if, okay, here's the thing. If you want, if, you're, if you could get Julio Jones aside Devontae Smith, and that'll Adams. make Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Devontae Adams. Sorry, and then that'll that'll make uh, Aaron Rodgers stay. Great, do it. I don't. In my mind, I don't think. I think I was speaking about because I don't think they're gonna try and change things. So even I don't, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers is gonna stay because you got him a new weapon. He's been but, asking for a new weapon for yeah. years. But, but that's you, what I'm saying. You you're you play GM. You're the GM. Not like not what do you think the Packers GM is gonna do? If you were the GM, what would you do? If was, you know no, what I'm saying? If you would you would GM, change your course a little bit and be like, all right, Aaron, I was the GM. Let's yeah, talk. If I found myself <laughs> in this position as the GM, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, man, my bad. We screwed up. Sorry about that, bro. What you need? You need Julio. You need Julio and you need it. And these men don't have a guaranteed contract. So, okay. So that's step two of my plan. You get Julio, but Julio's expensive. Julio's going to, he's 17 million against the cap next year. That's the highest amongst receivers. And Julio's worth every penny. I'm paying. I'm I'm not arguing that. I will pay that as a Packers. But I'm also calling Aaron and I'm saying, hey, man, let's renegotiate your contract right now. Let's restructure it so that we can give you guaranteed money, but we can also keep some room on the books so we can afford to go get you that weapon that you want. I, I, because I think that's what Aaron Rodgers wants. I think Aaron Rodgers wants a weapon. I think he wants guaranteed money. I actually think Aaron Rodgers likes Green Bay. I, I think, think he likes oh, it. There. Oh, yeah, I think he likes And Green I Bay. think Green I, Bay likes him. I think Aaron Rodgers wants to be heard. I think yeah. that's what he wants. And if I'm the GM, I'm sitting down with him and I'm listening, I'm yeah. listening to him. But what I guess, I guess in my mind – I thought I had to choose, like, if, if I'm in this current situation and I think the – and what do I think the GMs should do with their only two options? Because I don't think they're changing. I don't think they're going to change their course. They're, they're, they're stubborn. So I think – I, well, my, my, my thought process is don't play chicken with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers well, can retire and live happily ever after. Don't lose Aaron Rodgers for nothing. Trade him. That's that's if it's between re- letting him retire, play chicken with him, or 
or trading him, I'm trading him. But if it's like we can fix it, well, yeah, let's fix it. Let's fix it. Let's. You want a receiver and a, uh, an, a an extension to be the highest paid quarterback? Got it. Easy. And we're gonna we're gonna get you we're gonna get you a Super Bowl with Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. So like easy. Yeah, yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. I don't 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 just go based on the scenario. Like if you were the GM, how would you fix it? How I would fix it is I would call cool. Aaron Rodgers in. I would say, hey man, I'm listening. I'm I'm not even gonna talk. I'm listening. Tell me where you're at contract-wise. What do you want as a contract? Do you want you want me to sign you? Or you think you're going to retire in five years? So you want me to sign you for the next five years? And then what we'll, what we'll do is we'll backload that contract and we'll guarantee you this amount of money so that you're protected no matter what. But front in the, in the front, in the meantime, we still have money on the books where I can go and I can trade with Atlanta and say, hey, what y'all want for Julio? We'll send it. As long as it's not Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, or Jair Alexander, we'll send it. I'm good. Yeah. And I, I go get you Julio. And, and they probably Rogers, want draft picks, to be honest, because they don't need weapons. And I'm, and I'm worth – Julio's worth that to me. Because here's the thing. If you get Julio in Green Bay, Julio has not played a full season in the last three years, I, don't, I believe. So I don't need Julio to play 17 games. Nope. I need Julio to play 12, 10. Julio, you can you can miss seven games. Why? I need because Julio, we're already I need Julio Jones to play four games. Like, I, uh, depending on where we land well, in the playoffs. Not, not even that. I, I may need you for three games. Okay, I need you for the divisional round, conference championship, Super Bowl. That's yep. all I need. And that's realistically, all that's all I need out of you. But what I'm saying is, all I need from but what I'm saying is for like we'll the chemistry, you, for timing, for all of those kinds of things, I need Julio to play anywhere from ten to twelve games because I still have Devontae Adams. I still have Valdez Scantling. Like. Which you'd probably have to give up some of those some of those guys yeah. if the Falcons wanted them, but more than likely the Falcons are going to want defensive players. Cool, take them, yeah. take some defensive players and some draft picks. We're chilling. I'm good. You still have Valdez Scantley. Like you still have the guys that played this year when Devontae Adams was out, who had to grow up really quickly. They, like you still have those guys, and you made it to an NFC Championship with those guys. <laughs> you know what though? Here's what I say, and we can go to the 49ers as a Cowboys fan. I wouldn't be mad at all if um, if they if I looked at the headlines on ESPN and it was like, oh my gosh, is the Cowboys just pulled off <laughs> trading Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott for Aaron Rodgers? I wouldn't be mad at all, bro. You, we got you Tony know, Pollard. But you want to know why you should probably be mad about that? Because wow. then the Packers would turn around and trade to get Julio Jones, and then it'd be Dak, Zeke, Devontae Adams, and Julio Jones. I don't even care. Aaron Rodgers throwing to Amari Cooper, CD oh, Lamb, and Michael Gallup. That would be me. That would be me. That would be me. That would be pretty nasty. That would um, be nasty. But yeah, I, I also have thought about what if the Cowboys traded for Julio and gave up Michael Gallup to get Julio? No, I'm sorry, I can't. Oh, Michael I, Gallup. Sorry. Yeah. I thought yeah. you was, I, I, in my head it was CD Lamb. Yeah, I could do no, I not could do Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. If they, if they Gallup figured out a way. Well, it wouldn't be Zeke. It would be a defensive player. They would they would want one of your def, your young defensive Probably. studs. Well, it, yeah. it, it'd either be Michael Parsons or Trevon Diggs. And, it'd be and one of fans, those I'm not low on Zeke. I just think Tony Par- Pollard has made it. Yeah, I think he, Tony Pollard is that good. He's he's really good, and, and we could live without Zeke if we need the the cap room. And yeah. I, and I like Dak. And I and I, there would be a part of me that was sad that was like, man, we got Dak in 2016, and he you know, almost. I wish he would have had that opportunity to show how great he was. Which I think Matt Lafleur 
would they would he would be fine on the Packers. Like so, yeah. we would still see how great he's he offense, is. But Matt Lafleur's an offensive coach. He would thrive. I I I you know I'm not mad if we it, got Aaron Rodgers for the next five years. It would trade be the our case, future. It would be the case. It, it would be bring like, a Super Bowl um, to Dallas, please. It it would be. You know how we always talk about the 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 um the explosive power of a new affection. Mm, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? It would be Pre- it would be pretty preach similar on to him, that. It'd be pretty similar to that where you're like, man, I really like Dak. Dak was great. And then the Cowboys would be like, but look what we got for you. Oh, look what we and you'd got. be like, oh. you'd be like, who was that guy and we were just talking? Right? I don't even remember who we were just talking oh. about. That's Aaron oh. Rodgers right oh, now. So that's what it would be. And that's not saying Dak's a bad player, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. In the history of the NFL, there have not been very many Aaron Rodgers. The, the Packers have been very lucky. They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Very, very fortunate there. That doesn't happen. Um, that doesn't happen very often, right? But I don't know. That's how I would fix the Packers. If I'm the GM, I'm calling Aaron Rodgers in. I'm saying, hey, Aaron, what do we have to do to fix this, man? And, uh, and we're restructuring a contract. We're going. We're getting Julio. We're doing whatever it takes. If he wants us to trade Jordan Love, I'm trading Jordan Love. Because, again, not very many Aaron Rodgers in the court like over the history of the nfl right um so now we're going to transition to the 49ers and mostly what i want to talk about with the 49ers is is really it's jimmy g is jimmy g on a short leash or or do you think that he has a lot of room is this another alex smith colin kaepernick situation um is this i i i don't i don't know i don't know i i think it's gonna be interesting but if i'm the gm of the 49ers if I'm the coach of the 49ers, how short of a leash do I have Jimmy G on? Because I traded up to get Trey Lance. So am I am I content to let Trey Lance sit behind Jimmy G until Jimmy G gets hurt? If Jimmy G gets hurt, we're not wishing injuries on anybody. But if Jimmy G gets hurt, am I content to just sit there? And then when Jimmy G gets hurt, I say, okay, Trey, you're ready to go. Or is, is Jimmy G on a short leash? And if Jimmy G comes no. out first three games and plays bad, do I pull him and put in Trey, or is Trey the, the day one starter and 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 I try to trade Jimmy G to get some pieces? Okay, that's those are the more compelling options to me. I think if you keep Jimmy G, you have to let him play the whole season. No matter, I, I feel like unless he's just unless he's just zero for five and is like he the the forty nines have gone zero for five and. He, he's thrown, you know, 10 interceptions in five games or something like that. Like, it just looks bad. Then you can you can let Trey Lance come in. But I think if if Jimmy G is Jimmy G and, you know, even if they have a losing record at two and three or something like that, but they're, you know, they're coming on. And I think you got to let Jimmy G play it out. you got to let Jimmy G play it out um, um, unless he gets hurt and then you throw him in, but you don't, you don't, I don't think you do the short leash thing because I, I just think it's, I think it's tough where it's like, you're going to be on a short leash. So, well, then you might as well not put me on. Well, well you don't tell him he's on a short leash. Obviously. Oh, right. But like, but like if you, if he doesn't like, if, if, um, what's his name? Kyle Shanahan, I think mm-hmm. if Kyle Shanahan doesn't, um, doesn't come to me and say, Hey, you're our starter for the whole season. Don't even worry about it. Like, if he doesn't ever come to me and say that, then I'm like, oh, dang, I must be on a short leash, you know? Like, yeah. and when the fans start cheering, like, put in Trey Lance, like, you know, when I'm having a bad game, well, it's like, man, shoot. Dang, what's going to happen? You know, like, I, I just think I think he has to either be the start of the entire time until he gets hurt, which I hope he doesn't get hurt, but 
his his career has shown that he will yeah. probably get that's, hurt. That's his history. Uh, that's his history, but I, I hope history can change. Or you trade him. You, you you trade him and you get him out of there. Um, which there's teams that need quarterbacks. Like so you the, yeah, a, the Saints right now. The Saints like, right now. I'm not sold on Jameis Winston. Yeah. I, here's here's what I'll say about Jameis Winston, though. I like I like him in that Saints offense. I do too, but so I'm not sold think, on him. I think we I think we missed the point to where Jameis Winston, he he has been on in the playoffs. I think he was a part of a 10 10 win team one time in the play, uh for the no, he's been years, in the playoffs before, yeah. Um, and that year, that year where everybody's like, Oh, he gives a new meeting to 30 for 30. Like, I think it's hilarious, but I sat down and thought about it one day. It's not easy to throw 30 interceptions. Like if you I mean 30, uh 30 uh 30 touchdowns. Like if you if you if you look at quarterback stats, it's like, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers went 26 and 5 this year. I was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, the MVP only threw 26 touchdowns? Huh. Oh, Russell Wilson went 24 and 4 or or the rookie record for for uh that um that old Baker broke was 27 touchdowns for Rick. I'm like, 20. So 31 touchdowns is actually a lot of touchdowns, you know, like, yeah. like, and so my thought process is like, if you can shave off 15 of those interceptions, which I you're, think him being in the Saints, you're a good quarterback. You're a great quarterback. He threw for 5,000 yards. Like we focus a lot on the 31 interceptions, which rightfully so. But he also did something incredible by throwing 30 touchdowns. Like it wasn't like, oh, he threw 15 touchdowns and 31 interceptions. It was like, mm, he, yeah. he went one for one. Like his ratio was one. Like no, well, whatever, I, the, whatever the ratio would be. I don't know if it's one. Yeah. But, but yeah. Was, I, and I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I again I I, I agree. I don't think mm. <sighs> let me think. Give me half a second fans let me just think Ooh. really quick do, 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 do. okay if Which i'm jimmy aaron g, could be on jeopardy if if <laughs> back to aaron Rodgers. uh if i'm jimmy g i think what i would want from kyle shanahan is for him to just shoot me straight don't come in and tell me hey you're the starter for the whole season and then when i start playing bad pull me yeah, i think what i that. would don't want no. if, if i'm if i'm jimmy g i'm like if, if kyle shanahan if i'm kyle shanahan i call jimmy g in and I just I name him the starter, but I don't tell him that he's I don't guarantee him the full season. I just tell him, hey, you're our starter. You're 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 our week one starter. That's what oh, I tell man. him. You're our week one starter. Because for me, okay, so I mean, and, and as a as a former athlete, as a competitor, I like that. And I you like the position. I did. I like knowing that any I like knowing that I'm auditioning every week. Like I like knowing that because it just makes me play better. It makes me. It makes me want to continue to get. I better. think you're in a special group of guys. I don't think like, it makes I, everybody play better. Maybe, but. maybe I am. But for me, well, okay, maybe it doesn't make me play better. But it, it just makes me want to work harder to get better. Yep. Because if you came to me and you were like, "Hey, you're our starter for the entire season. You don't need to look over your shoulder." Cool. Then in my head, I'm like, I can start taking some breaks. I could start. I could start taking. You know, maybe maybe we've ran this play four times, and on that fifth time, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to take it as serious. But if you come to me and you say, hey, you're our week one starter, cool. Guess what happens after the game week one? Well, now week two, I got to get better. I have to continue to improve. I have to continue to perfect my craft. Which means if I'm getting starter reps, I'm not taking a single single rep off at all. We've ran this play 12 times. We're running the 13th. Bet I'm going to throw this ball better than I did the first time we ran it. 
period. Like, I, and, but that's just me. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm rare in that if you are, if you guarantee me a spot, then mentally I'm like, great. I don't have to look over my shoulder, but that also means that my margin for error is, is huge. But if you tell me, Hey, you're a week one starter, and then you're going to earn, you have to earn it again, going to week two. That means my margin of error is this, which means that I have to mentally lock in and stay focused with every single rep. And yeah. so, and so if it's me, which again, I'm not Jimmy G, but if it, if it was me, and so that's the point of playing GM, right? If it was me, I would want to be told, Hey, you're our week one starter. I wouldn't want to be guaranteed the whole season. I would, you're our week one starter. Cool. I'm going to work my butt off so that I'm also the week two starter. And then the you week know, three. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, I get what you're saying. I just think in my mind, I was just kind of, I was thinking, I was like, man, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, like, you know, like, do you know that you belong? Right. Like, yeah. like you're going to work harder every day to show that you belong. Yep. But when you belong already and you know there's nothing that can take you away from belonging well then you grow in your appreciation for the thing itself so maybe you like oh that means i can probably do whatever i want oh you yeah. know like i can take some but then you're like no i'm not gonna do whatever i want because i actually love what i'm doing or i'm not gonna do whatever i want because this deserves i'm actually I, i'm guaranteed this and this is actually this is a blessing. Not everybody gets this. So I'm going to, I'm going to treat it with more respect, even though I'm guaranteed this, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's fair. I think, I, I think, so would you want a quarterback to try and prove himself every week? Or do you want a quarterback that knows he's there belongs and each day grinds it out because he appreciates what he has. I mean, kinda like, kind of like in our, in our, in our walk with Jesus, you know, and yeah. Paul says like, Hey, we're here, but Hey, that don't mean we get to just do whatever we want to <laughs> like, yeah. And, I don't, and I don't know. Right. I just kind of thinking about that. I'm just, I'm just thinking like, do I want to prove that I belong or belong and then work from a place of belonging? I don't and, know. No. And that's fair. And so what I'll say is what I'll, okay. So we were supposed to play GM. We're not playing GM. Now we're playing Jimmy G. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I think you're right. I don't think you put Jimmy G on a short leash. So real quick, let me address that. I don't think you put Jimmy G on a short leash. I think you let Jimmy G play. And I think I think he's the starter until he gets uh, until if or when he gets hurt. If he gets hurt, then I think you put Trey Lance in. But if Jimmy G wasn't playing bad before he gets hurt, when Jimmy G is cleared to play, you put Jimmy G back. Period. Yeah, man, you you do not Alex success. Smith, Jimmy G. I, don't you do Alex not Tony Smith, Romo, man. Jimmy G. You do man. not do that. And you know don't what, Packers? We're going to go back to the Packers real quick. The Packers should have Alex Smith, Aaron Rodgers. And what I mean by that is when the Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes, they talked to Alex Smith. Alex Smith said on Colin Cowherd on the herd with Colin Cowherd the other day. He said, Oh yeah, we talked, we talked so much. They called me. They called me at least once a week. Hey, are you sure that you're okay with this? This is what we're doing. Are you sure you're okay with this? And Alex Smith said, yeah, sounds great. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, sounds great. Because there was communication there. Now, why, why do I say the Packers should have done up there? Rogers? Cause Alex Smith is not Aaron Rodgers. Alex Smith is a good quarterback. He's not Aaron Rodgers. I thought you were talking about the time Alex Smith got dumped for uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. No, no, no. So that, so when I say you don't Alex Smith, you don't Alex Smith, Jimmy G, that's what I'm talking about with the Colin Kaepernick, where Alex Smith oh, was okay. playing great. Then he got yeah. hurt. Colin Kaepernick came in, played good, played phenomenal. And then Alex Smith got healthy. They're like, ah, we're going to stick uh, with this we guy. Don't, we don't, we don't no, you don't, you don't do that. So you tell Jimmy G, you're our starter. If Jimmy G gets hurt, cool. Hey, you get healthy. Trey Lance, it's your team until he gets back. When he gets back, we're going to put him back in. 
Okay. I, yeah. We're going to be very transparent with you. We're going to put him back in because he's, he's played well enough to start and he, you know, he's earned that and he's earned that respect from us. And that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. I, th- the reason I say you don't Tony Romo him, I, that's why I said Alex Smith or Tony Romo him because Tony, they did the same thing with Tony Romo. Tony Romo got hurt. They put Dak in Tony Romo never saw the field again. Never saw the field. And I thought I, I didn't think it was fair, but um, so if I'm the GM, that's what I do now back to um, would I prefer my quarterback to play from a place of, of comfort, like knowing he belongs and being grateful or would I met, rather have a quarterback that feels like he has to prove it every week? Uh, I can, I can speak to that a little bit because I was there. Like I was that where mm-hmm. I, it was like, I knew, I knew I wasn't earning my spot every week. I knew. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that the guy behind me wasn't going to take my, my job. I knew that. But you know what was fun to me? I, after every game, I used to go home, and people are always hyping you up. Oh, you played so good. Oh, you did this. You did that. I used to go home and, and pull out, like, five or six things I didn't do great. I did terrible. And it would be, like, little stuff that coaches didn't even notice half the time. Oh, well, my, 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 you know, my footwork was off on this one. Oh, well, I was half a second late on this throw. It was completed for a touchdown. Great. But I was half a second late on the throw. If I throw it half a second sooner, I hit him in stride. He runs away for, you know, he, he, that, that gap, instead of it being 15 yards for a touchdown, he's beating that guy by 20. But it's because I was half a second. You know what I mean? Like I used to nitpick myself and I, I knew, I knew I wasn't going anywhere. I was in no fear. I had no fear, but I, I still felt I made it a thing where in my mind I was auditioning every week. Every single week I was earning the right to be QB1 again. Like that was my, that was my mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I think it's great if you can get your quarterback to the place where he's like, I know I belong and I appreciate that I belong because not every quarterback in the league can say that. And so because of that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work hard and I'm going to play hard and I'm going to perfect my craft. But I also think that there are a lot of quarterbacks, not a lot. I think that there are a few quarterbacks, probably the top five quarterbacks in the league right now. They know they belong. Aaron Rodgers knows he's in no danger of losing his spot. Russell Wilson knows he's in no danger of losing his spot. Tom Brady. Um, I mean, I'll throw Dak in that conversation. Like, he knows he's in no th- – those four guys know they're in no danger of losing their spot. Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you're right. Thank you. I, I was like, I was like, I know who five is. I know he plays in Kansas City. I just can't think of the guy's name. He, they know they're in no, no trouble of losing their spot. They know that. But do you really think that – that Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, you really think these guys are walking into practice and they're, they're, they're not working hard as if they could potentially lose their spot? No. They're, they're still outworking the guy behind them. I guarantee it. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I don't know Jimmy G's mentality, but I want Jimmy G to have that mentality. Even if they tell him, hey, you're our guy for the whole season, I still want him to have the mentality that, you know what, I'm still going to outwork this kid that you just traded up to number three to get. Still going to outwork him. I'm going to show you why you didn't need to trade up to number three to get this kid, actually. That's what I'm going to show you. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. I, I want my quarterback to have – mm, I don't want to say Mamba mentality because I feel like it's really overused, but I want to uh, <laughs> to steal a phrase from Marcus Spears and Kendrick Perkins and, 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 you know, all of these other guys that were professional athletes. I want my quarterback to have a little bit of dog in mm. where he's like, hey, I know I belong. I'm Aaron Rodgers. I know I'm the guy. I just won the MVP. But this Jordan Love cat that y'all just traded up for, I'm still out working him. Oh, he's he's doing 225 on bench? Hey, bump me up to 235. Let's go. Well, Aaron, you've never benched 235 before. Don't care. We're doing it right now. Spot me. 
we're doing it right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, oh, if, if I see him, oh, he, he just walked to get water. It took him 15 seconds. Bet I'm going to get there in 10. Like, everything in my mind, everything. I think would, you're getting a little dangerous now. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, everything becomes a competition. At, at some point, you have to understand, you're a professional athlete. You're a competitor. And so there's always someone who wants to take your job. And so what you have to do is give the coaches no reason to give up your job. Again, Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to do that. But for me, I didn't need to do that. But I, if we were if we were going to get water, I'm going to be the first one there. Why? Because the first water is the coldest. That's not realistic, but that's how I felt. <laughs> you wild, bro. Man, we got to let these fans go, man. We, we gotta do. Let them go. We got to let we them do. go. But that, that's the quarterback I want. I want a quarterback with the dog mentality in him, where I'm going to be in the mud working, and the kid behind me is not going to outwork me. Even if I'm safe, he's not going to outwork me, period. That's what I want. That dog mentality. That's me. (laughs) Man, we wild out here, y'all. Hey, look, here's the thing. We talked about a lot of stuff, y'all. We did. We did. What a welcome back episode, man. I know. We had a lot on our chest. We had a lot to get out of there. That was fun. So so here's the thing, fans. Um, (sighs) We're doing this thing. Uh, we're doing this podcast. We're gonna need to take a season break at some point and you're start right, up right, season right. three. But there's too many things going on, man. There there's are. like the playoffs. Maybe the Olympics July is coming. We'll take a break. The Olympics is coming <laughs> up. Olympics. I guess, but it's in August, I guess. But man, anyway, what I was gonna say is, fans, hey, we're grateful that y'all are listening. We're grateful Amen. to have y'all here. Um, sure. Share sure. this podcast with somebody. If you're yes. like, yo, these two guys, they like sports. And they're they're not very the knowledgeable, box. but they're fun. They're a little out of the box, <laughs> and they have some fun. And oh man, um, yeah, like they're if you're tired of listening to the same old same old people, give them a listen. You know, share share yeah. share with somebody. Share with somebody. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. What, what you got to tell the fans, man? Man, real quick, I, I just got two things. I have a quick message for the Clippers and the Heat, Ooh. and any other teams that made their fans believers, only to let them down in the playoffs. This honor on you. This honor on your cow. That's what I got to say to those teams. How dare Dang. you? Okay. Let, can we do better, please? Okay. So I'm going to say that. Uh, and then, you know what? We've had you here long enough. We love you guys. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in every week. And, uh, hey, again, if you disagree with anything that we said, I know it was a long episode. Long Maybe episode. we'll break it up into part one and part two. Maybe we'll do that. Oh, we could do that. For you guys. It depends um, on how long it is. It feels yeah. like it was really long, though. Yeah, if it was too long, then we'll bring it up with part one, part two. Maybe we put out part one on, on Sunday. Maybe put out part two on Wednesday as a teaser, you know what I mean? Part one on Sunday, part two on Wednesday. If I misspoke right there, I apologize. Um, so maybe we'll do that for you guys. But hey, if you disagreed with anything, literally anything, doesn't matter, let us know. Instagram, calling underscore all underscore fans, let us know. And let we'll tell go. you all the reasons that you're wrong. Or right. Yeah. Either way. fans you know. out here. Yeah. You gotta know, disagree. But, most likely you'll be wrong because you're not on the podcast. So, ha! No, I'm totally joking. But, no, I, really, thank you guys for being here. And, AT, I'm glad that you had this idea. I'm glad that you thought of me um, when you decided to do this because I've had a lot of fun with it, man. And uh, maybe that's too sappy for the sports podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll yeah but I could live without it. I'm going to go bench press seven cars. Ah, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. At one time. <laughs> and blow my back out. It'll be a good yeah. time. No, but... Anyway, to fans, tell the story. y'all are awesome, and I hope that y'all have a great rest of y'all's rest of y'all's. I mean, start y'all's week actually, because y'all are gonna hear this on Sunday. Uh, so I hope you have a great week. And uh, hey, if your team's in the NBA playoffs, great, root for them. 
Be biased. Doesn't matter. Ref makes a questionable call. It, 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 it's not on your team. You not know what it is. Team. If your team isn't in the playoffs, but your rival team is, hate on them. Want you to do it. Talk trash hey. about them. Doesn't matter. And if you part of, if you listening and your fan base spits or throws popcorn on people, you need to tell them to stop. Yeah, don't be doing that. That's gross. That's, ugh. Why would you spit on Trey Young just because he giving y'all buckets? Stop it. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. Hopefully, my Mavericks, when y'all are listening to this, will be up 3-0. I'm calling it right now. They'll I be up too. 3-0. And um, um, but yes. We'll, we're going to get into some more NBA matchups next week. But that, hey. series is, that series is over on Monday. Ooh. Really? I don't think, I think, I think, the I think it's get. over on Monday. I think the Clippers, I, for some reason, I feel like the Clippers are going to get at least two. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Because they just I, gave them their best punch and still lost by six. <laughs> I, I still, I was the guy in 2011 when the Mavericks was up 3 0. People was like, it's over. It's over against the Lakers. I was like, nope, they got Kobe Bryant. I'm gonna sit here and be quiet. And, to, and I didn't say anything until the buzzer went off in the fourth quarter when they had swept them. I was like, "And now it's over." Wait, <laughs> is God. the ref calling anything? You know, like, it's you're like, "Oh, okay. there's still half a second. They're down 40. They still have Kobe Bryant." <laughs> I don't know Kobe. how he's gonna go to China and say, I would, "If I make this, it's 41 points." I I was I was quiet until that last buzzer, hey, that's, and, it, and that's fair. Yep. So anyway. Did the same thing um, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Didn't talk to anybody. Sat there that, laser focused on that. the game. You did do laser that. focused on I the game. I remember that. But anyway, yes. So I think the Clippers will win two somehow, some way, even though they'll be down three. But I think the Mavericks will close it out in six. Cody thinks the Clippers are going to get swept. What do y'all think? Monday, Let man. us know at Colin underscore all underscore fans. Boom, oh, we out of here. Let us know. We're Love you out of here. Stay biased. Y'all. Stay fans. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Hey fans, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.